Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Unprofessional Entrepreneur. As always, I'm giving everything away with no fucks given. Um, This week, we are going to talk about my three main streams of income because I get asked a lot of questions about this. And yeah, I... I have nothing to hide. I have like, I'm such an open book. I have no shame in sharing anything really. (laughs) So I thought this could be a good episode for all of you, especially after I gave my 2023 year review in numbers when I brought, um, for the first episode of season three, because this is gonna share more about my numbers. (laughs) Um, I think this also has to play in with why my profit increased so much this year because I have changed so much about where my money is coming from, even if I made less money. Without further ado, let's get into it. My first and the main moneymaker of my business is my agency. So I have Felly Day Studio, which is a content repurposing agency. Fun fact, I am going to be re-recording my second episode ever recorded, which was what is a content repurposing agency, because so much has changed since I think it was November 2022 when I recorded that. Like my whole business has changed since I recorded that episode. Anyways, so the studio, my main moneymaker, we have two offers. That is the remake where you send us 10 links to your existing content and we send you a hundred custom content ideas for you to then go create or hand to your team. Um, And our second offer is a done for you content repurposing offer. So you send us content that you want repurposed and we spend 10 hours repurposing each month. The remix is currently 347. It's a one-time purchase. You can do a two week payment plan in two parts. Um, I am 99% going to be raising that to 500 for uh, for what's what's the things we do quarter two for Q2 (laughs) um just because I think I've like mastered it and I've now done over 10 and it needs price rise so it will still be incredibly worth it like 100 custom content ideas with prompt organized by content type offer intention like it is such a great offer I've never had a single complaint or even like negative feedback everyone loves it so i'm raising the price anyways the done for you offer is a thousand dollars a month with a three-month minimum commitment so it's you need to have three thousand basically to start that one um you can pay monthly you can pay all at once that's your choice but that is the agency and that is my main money maker if you are curious about the team that helps me run these two offers you can go back to the episode 72 um, to learn about my team, my agency structure, my team structure. Next up, I have been working for Right Hand Glam, which is another agency. It is a done-for-you engagement agency run by my friend Emma. Um, I started work. Wor- I started working for Right Hand Glam in February 2023 when I was just like mentally fucked. <laughs> And in the process of moving from Mexico to Canada to France and my grandma died and my partner's sister died and life was just absolute mess. And I was like, I have nothing to give to my business, but I still need money. (laughs) So that was a godsend. Um, The way that Emma's business is structured for done for you is that clients get two and a half hours per week of work. We go into their accounts and we engage on their behalf 
depending on what they're doing, there's different strategies in place. But for the most part, I do my clients Monday to Thursday. So I do 37.5 minutes per client, (laughs) um, four days a week. And I generally have three to four clients, sometimes five, but like five is really my max. I get like mentally burnt out because you're just jumping back and forth from different people's thoughts, different people's offers, different people's audiences. It's like a mental gymnastics, but I do really enjoy it and it has taught me a lot. And I am going to make another episode where I give you some secrets I've learned as a done for you engagement strategist, because it is such a powerful part of building a business, being active in your DMs, being engaging back with your audience and building relationships that way. Um, So that's an episode that you will be having soon, most likely next week. Monday through Thursday, I spend two hours a day working on those accounts and then the rest of the days are mine. Um, sometimes I literally do nothing except the engagement. Sometimes my mornings are full and then I get into the engagement. Totally depends, but it works really well for me. And it's a nice steady income that I get to take home with no questions asked. (laughs) Um, and the third way that I make money and the one that's probably the most shocking to everyone is through Fiverr. I started using Fiverr, I want to say end of 2021. I got really curious about freelance platforms because they had such a bad connotation. And I originally was looking into Upwork. I took a masterclass on Upwork, but I hated having to constantly be on it and applying for the jobs because if you're not like one of the first people to apply, chances of getting the job are really low. And then I stumbled across this girl. um, Oh, what's her name? Alex something. She's the freelance fairy. Yeah, the freelance fairy. Um, And she had this really great Facebook group for Fiverr. All these people talking about Fiverr. Her whole YouTube had all these different videos, setting up a Fiverr profile, looking for um, setting up different job types, different things to do to tweak your job, your, your gigs so that you could rank better. And I really like Fiverr because I don't have to do anything. <laughs> people just come to me. People message me and ask me if I'm available. People can book orders. People can, you know, ask questions about my orders. It's been really, really eye-opening, really. Um, I know they do take 20% of your earned income. It's not ideal in the long run, but as it's like a side gig for me, I'm not bothered. And I have gotten to the place where I charge high enough that like the 20% is factored in. So what I do on Fiverr, though, is the most interesting, and that is that I do beta reading. Beta reading is when an author has written a book, they've already generally, they should have, gone through an either alpha reading process or an editor. So it's like the book has been edited. And they hire a beta reader to get feedback on plots, on characters, on consistency, on pacing, on romance. I beta read specifically for erotica, for romance, paranormal fantasies, romanticies, um, right? So I do comment a lot on like romance. Was there tension? Was it hot? Was it believable? Was it realistic? I've literally had scenes where I'm like, "Mm, I physically don't think that's possible the way you described it. Like, takes you out of the scene, you know? (laughs) Um, 
But so beta reading has been something that I started, I want to say like probably mid-2022. And the thing with Fiverr is it can take time for your profile to build up. It can take time for you to rank, especially when it comes to um, like getting ratings and everything so that you rank higher in their algorithm. So I was probably getting maybe like one to two orders a quarter when I started my Fiverr account. Um, And that was, I started with blogs, actually. I was doing blogs, which I hated. And blogs and then I started beta reading because somebody actually posted in a group saying like I keep getting asked to read erotica and like I'm really uncomfortable with that like what do I say to people to deter them from like asking me for this or hiring me for this and I was like hold up wait you're getting paid to read erotica I need to know more and so like I fell down the rabbit hole of like what is beta reading I started looking through people's beta reading profiles on on Fiverr and then I made my own and it spiraled from there but so I have three beta reading gigs I have a general one which honestly I should take down because I don't like when people book me for like random types of books I have a romance and erotica gig and I have a paranormal and fantasy gig and I my my romance and erotica gig is my most popular I think I've gotten like probably over 50 orders on that gig and I rank pretty high in the algorithm I'm pretty sure I'm like on the front page if you look up erotica on Fiverr um beta reading erotica not just erotica um and I actually started paranormal and fantasy because I saw that like nobody had that niche as their their gigs like you could I could make more gigs for different keywords and like change things around but I'm quite happy with where I'm at um I would say I generally get like three to five orders a month to read different books of different lengths my income probably varies from like three hundred dollars to a thousand dollars a month off of Fiverr so it's pretty it's it's worth it for me. Like even with the 20%, I am perfectly happy to get paid to read because I am someone who has a problem when it comes to reading. And I'm actually in a bit of a slump right now because I started reading for pleasure again. And that is that I get addicted to reading and I can't put the book down until I finish it. And so then I don't sleep. I can't get my mind out of the story and I can't concentrate on anything. So I'm honestly gonna have to quit cold turkey again besides paid books. Um, but yeah, so getting paid to read, let me read again without falling into my toxic cycle of binge reading a book a day and like not having a functioning life outside of reading. <laughs> and I get to read books that I actually like. Like I have read some really good books. I actually sent someone the other day, she was like, have you read anything that's been published? And like, I don't always know what the books are going to be published under because sometimes they're like working titles. People's Fiverr handles aren't necessarily their actual name. So I don't know what their author title is. But yeah, I've read some really good books. I've read some really, really bad books. It's the same as working as an engagement strategist. I'll get into this in the other episode where I actually talk about my time in that in that role. Um, but like I have worked in some accounts that like making money is so easy. It's just a matter of having conversations. And I've had other accounts where it's like pulling teeth, trying to have conversations. And we'll get into that 
over there. But like, not all jobs are created equal, even if it's the same job. Let's just say that. But I'm curious if you found this interesting. I'm curious if you enjoyed learning about this. If you're like, uh, nah, I won't make more episodes like this. Like, I've noticed in the past from from podcast analytics, from comments, from feedback from all of you that you do like case study episodes the best where I'm kind of giving you like step by step. Here's what happened. Here's where we're at. So I'm trying to find different versions of case studies I can share or different parts of my life that I can let you in on. Let me know if you want a wedding update episode. That would be so funny. Um, but yeah, that's that's where we're at. That's my main three streams of income. I do have like one-on-one and some passive offers that I sell, but those these are like the three things that I'm like getting it paid every single month without fail. But that's where I'm going to love you and leave you. I am hungry and need to go make lunch. So (laughs) I will see you all next week on another episode of The Unprofessional Entrepreneur. And as always, don't forget to stay unprofessional.